Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 46. I am recording this on Tuesday, October 9th at 5.30 in the evening, and today is actually Renegade Crew's release day, which is the second book in the Shadow Crown series. Now, if you've been following me on social media, like on Instagram, specifically Insta stories, then you will know that I had a little bit of a hiccup this morning when it came to actually having the paperback version of Renegade Crew go live on Amazon at the time it was supposed to. Fortunately, it's all been fixed. It ended up going live at 2 p.m. instead of in the morning. But lately, especially over the past few days, really the past weekend, I have been in just such a mood (laughs) and not not a good mood. Um, I've really been in a bad place. I've just felt like... It's just been Murphy's Law lately. It's like everything that can go wrong will go wrong and has gone wrong. So I know a lot of this, I talk a lot about mindset shifting and always being in that high vibe state, but sometimes life just throws you a lot of curveballs, lots and lots of curveballs. And for me, what I've noticed is that I tend to have really high highs and then very low lows. And my lows will always be so low that I end up attracting even more lows and lows that are even worse than the one that I'm currently in, which is kind of how I've been feeling. I feel like I've just attracted a lot of lows after going into a very low point over the past weekend. So I just want to go ahead and come on here today to kind of, again, be real and share all sides to this journey because it's not all rainbows and butterflies and happiness and high vibes. Sometimes it's a little bit in the low vibe state, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better today. A lot of that is because Renegade Crew actually did go live on October 9th because that was a big thing for me. I really, really wanted it to go live today and that did happen. But even if it hadn't, I really worked on myself this morning to make sure that I wasn't allowing this mood to go any further. I did not want it to catapult or snowball into even an even bigger low. I wanted to pull myself out of it, to pull myself out of the trenches. And there were a number of things that I did this morning that I want to share with you just in case you're also in a state right now where you're kind of in a mood. It's not even a funk. Like I'm motivated. I'm ready to do stuff. But the, the attitude and the mood and the tone behind everything has been Well, it's been subpar and it hasn't been as positive as I would, 
as I would have liked it to be. So what I have found usually when I'm in a mood like this, it's because I am thinking too far into the future. For some of you, you may find that you get into one of these moods when you're reflecting too much on the past. The past for me doesn't doesn't really bother me. I actually like to reflect on the past and look at the things I've learned, my accomplishments, what I've done. It actually helps to pull me out of a mood like this, which is what I'll talk about in a minute. But for me, I find if I'm thinking too far into the future, I tend to almost freak myself out. I start doubting myself. All those limiting beliefs come back where it's like, can I actually do this? Am I actually a good writer? Like I just kind of go into this, you know, the depths of despair. It's not a fun place to be, but I just start questioning myself and everything else that I'm doing. That's when I'm looking into the future, especially when I start, I've kind of told you guys, I've been up leveling my dreams and kind of what I want to do next. And I think that kind of added to my downward spiral as I was looking at these dreams and I was like, holy moly, like these are huge. Like who am I to, to want this? Who am I to be able to do these kinds of things? And that's hard. That's hard when you start talking to yourself like that, because then for me, I need to go reflect on journal entries and reflect on the past and what I've accomplished so far to remind myself how far I've already come and how much farther I can go. So for me, reflecting on the past is a good thing. For you, you may find that that's a bit of a trigger and that's something that can actually have you spiraling into a mood or into the depths of despair. So figuring out which one is kind of your trigger is really good. I also find that when we are present in the moment, we're, we're normally not in the depths of despair. When you're present in the moment, you tend to be grateful and happy and you feel blessed and you look at everything around you and you're like, wow, life's really a miracle. So I'm always striving to be as present as possible. But again, this, you know, we're human and we tend to think about the past. We think about the future. I tend to spend a lot of time in the future and what that could potentially look like. And again, as I've been up leveling my dreams, I really freaked myself out. We'll just put it that way. So I've been in a mood. So what have I done? I feel better now because I'm able to come on here and talk about this. I've been in a mood for the past five to seven days. So I want to talk about some of the things that I have done each and every single day to help kind of pull myself out of this mood. And there were things that kept happening over the past week that tried to pull me back into the mood. And it would, you know, almost, it almost succeeded in doing that. Because again, when you're in that low vibrational state, that is the type of energy that you're going to continue to attract. So it's not like a one and done thing where you can, you know, do these, these steps one time for one day and just be like, okay, tomorrow's going to be great. I mean, it might be, but most likely if you've been vibrating at that low level, that low frequency and low energy for a long time, I hate to bring it to you, but you got a lot of negative stuff that's just going to be thrown your way. Hopefully it'll get better and be less impactful, less like tumultuous as the days go on. But you know, you're going to have to face, you're going to have to face the rain before you can see the sun. So Let's talk about the six, there's really six things, six steps I've taken in order to kind of get myself out of this mood. And I'm really calling this episode how I deal when I'm in a mood because you really are having to deal with it. You're having to face it head on. 
it's not something you can ignore when you're in a mood. You know when you're not feeling like yourself, when you're being hard on yourself, crappy to yourself, crappy to other people. I'm sure we've all been there because again, we're all human. Okay, so let's start with the first the first step. The first thing I had to do in order to kind of snap myself out of this or get into the process of snapping myself out of my mood was the hardest thing to do. And that is to respect the moment. I had to sit there and respect the fact that I was in a mood. And by doing this, I mean, you have to allow yourself to just sit there for a minute and come to terms with the fact that you're in a mood, that you're in a low vibrational state, that you're just not in a good place right now. And you have to learn to respect that. And the way that I learn or I've learned to respect my moods, especially my lower vibrational moods, is I always remind myself that this too shall pass. What goes up must come down. And you know what? When it goes down, it's going to go back up again. And when it comes back up, it's just going to go back down again. It's, it's a roller coaster. Life is a roller coaster. Our moods are a roller coaster. And especially as women, we tend to have a lot of moods. That's not something to be ashamed of. I hate when people say, oh, like she's hormonal. Oh, when people say that kind of stuff, it drives me nuts. That's a little bit of a side tangent. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that on another day. <laughs> but for me, it's like moods are a part of who I am. And I'm not super happy and bubbly and vibrant and energetic all the time. I feel like if you are that way all the time, it really can be exhausting. Sometimes we need to let ourselves just be just be in the state that you are. If you are in a mood, just respect that. Respect the mood that you're in. Respect the current state that you're in. And just know that this too shall pass and what goes up must come down and will go back up again. So that's the first thing to respect the moment. The second thing, which is something I caught myself really not doing very well <laughs> over the past week was to breathe. And I don't just mean breathe like how we normally breathe, but do that deep, full lung into your abdominals, like that full belly breathing. Take a really deep breath in through your nostrils and let it out through your mouth and do that for at least one minute. If you can do it longer, that's great. But there's something about actually breathing the right way, the way that we're supposed to breathe that has such an amazing impact on your mindset and your state of being. It really helps to calm the nerves. So once I've taken those really deep, full breaths and my nerves feel calmed, I'll sit there and ask myself three questions. Number one, is this the end of the world? Most likely, it's not. The second question is, will this matter in five years? And realistically, it probably won't. In five years, you probably won't even remember that this thing or whatever's put you in this mood, that it's even happening. And question number three is, am I still breathing? Because that is the most important thing. If you're not breathing, you're not alive. So if you're still breathing and you're still able to stand up and move around, you've got a roof over your head. Again, if you're still breathing, then it's fine. It is not the end of the world and it's not going to matter in five years. So why are you letting it affect you so much? So once I respected the moment and I've taken those really deep, full breaths, I then will make a gratitude list. 
I love making gratitude lists because it helps me to reframe and remember all of the good in my life, the things that I'm grateful for. And this can be very hard to do when you're in a mood because you might be kind of hating everything and you're like, well, everything's going wrong. So how can I be grateful for anything? Trust me, I've had a couple of those days, but if you can really dig deep, even if it's something as simple as flavored coffee creamer, that was one of the things I wrote down. It's fall doesn't feel like fall, but it's fall. And I have my pumpkin spice creamer. I am so happy to live in a world where there's pumpkin spice creamer. So that was one of the things I wrote down. Even if it seems so minimal and so simplistic, just write down a gratitude list. Try to get at least three things down. If you can get five, great. If you can get 10 or more, even better. Just make a gratitude list and write it down. Don't just say it in your head, but actually write it down in your journal or on a piece of paper. The fourth thing I do after I've made my gratitude list is I make a list of my accomplishments. Now, again, this is where you need to know what your trigger is for your mood. So for me, since I was thinking too far into the future and kind of living in the future, I actually needed to think about the things I've accomplished in the past. I needed to reflect on the past in order to kind of bring myself out of this mood that I've been in. Because when I think about the past, I'm able to look at the accomplishments and how far I've come, and that helps put me in a better mood. But if you're someone where reflecting on the past is really giving you anxiety, maybe what you need to be doing instead of making a list of your accomplishments is making a list of all of your dreams of you know, what you envision your life to look like in the future. Maybe that's something that's going to work better for you. So again, it's good to know what your trigger is and to do the appropriate thing, whether it's making a list of past accomplishments or making a list of all the things that you have planned for the future. Then from there, the fifth thing I do is I make a list of the things that make me happy. So you can kind of see a theme here. So we started off with gratitude being grateful for the things that we currently have. We've also made a list of our accomplishments or we've possibly been looking into the future at what we want our lives to look like. And then it's time to make a list of the things that make you happy. And you'll find a lot of the time, the things that are on your gratitude list and the things on your list of accomplishments or how you want your life to look like in the future, there'll be things on that list that you can then add to your new list of things that make you happy. So there'll be something you can do to make you feel that gratitude or to make you feel the feeling of when you accomplished whatever it was you accomplished in your past. So I'm gonna give you, cause I wrote them all down here. So I'm gonna give you my list of things that make me happy. This is not a full extensive list, but I wrote down as many as I could think of the other day. So I wanna share them with you in case maybe you're like, huh, I don't really know what, what makes me happy. Maybe one of these will spark an idea and it will help you to create your own happiness list. So things that make me happy, fresh cut flowers, lighting candles and a fire, reading a book on the couch with a blanket or in the bubble bath, Skype dates with friends and family, cooking my favorite meal, walking Denali, sitting by the lake, watching the waves, snuggles with Lacey and Denali, watching a chick flick with a bottle of wine and popcorn. It's like my fave. <laughs> Swinging in the hammock and meditating or reading a book. Baking cupcakes. And going through letters and gifts that I've received over the years in my P.O. box. That's something I do very regularly when I read people's 
letters, the fact that they've taken time to send me letters to tell me about their, their life story, to send me copies of their books after watching one of my videos and having that help them to actually publish their books or have the courage to do it. That really does. It just makes me so happy. And it's a very, it's a very good way for me to get out of whatever mood I'm in. So the great thing about a happiness list is that it makes you realize that there isn't a reason to be sad, angry, or upset. And there are so many reasons to be happy. And there's so many things that you can do right now in this moment to feel that way. It's a reminder that you can feel happy and that it's a choice because by doing any one of those things, which I started scheduling one of those things per day over the past week, it has made such a huge difference in my mindset, in my focus, in, in my mood in general, how I'm, you know, what frequency I'm vibrating at. It's just made such, such a tremendous difference to be able to do something that makes me happy and to feel the feeling of happiness, to feel the feeling of joy and to really immerse myself in that and to surround myself in it. It's so incredibly important. And a lot of the time I feel like we were so stressed out and frustrated and we're just going through our days, just trying to get by that we forget to do things that actually bring us joy and that actually make us happy. So the sixth thing I do kind of ties into number five. It should really be, you know, that was five a, this should be five B is to schedule a me day as soon as possible or to schedule me time, especially if it's a weekday or you have kids or something and your schedule is really crazy and busy, even scheduling like an hour or two of me time will do so much for you. I scheduled a full day where I was just like, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I am just going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do these things on my list. I'm going to do everything that makes me happy, schedule a me day and yeah, just focus on myself, focus on my mind and my wellness and really take self-care seriously. So real quick, just to recap about how I deal when I'm in a mood, number one is to respect the moment, realize that this too shall pass. What goes up must come down, then back up again. Number two is to breathe full, deep abdominal breathing that will calm your nerves. Then ask yourself, is this the end of the world? Will this matter in five years? Am I still breathing? Then from there, make your gratitude list, make your list of accomplishments in the past, or make a list of what you want your future to look like, the things that you're excited about. Number five, make a list of all the things that make you happy. And then number six is to schedule a me day or some me time as soon as possible. We hear it all the time. I also say it all the time. You cannot pour from an empty cup and you'll find that if you are in a mood or you're really vibrating at a low frequency, that most likely your cup is very empty or it's only a little bit full, not very full at all. So it's just important to take care of ourselves, to really focus on self-care and just to remember to do things that bring us joy and make us happy because it's in the little things that we do each and every day. So if you are not doing anything that makes you happy ever, then life's not going to be, life's not going to be very fun. And you'll probably find yourself in a mood more often than not. And that's exactly what we want to stay away from. We just want to be in that positive state where we are attracting positive things 
So if you are in a mood like I have been, I hope that these tips help you. I hope that you're able to kind of snap out of it and realize that this too shall pass. What goes up must come down, but it will always go back up again. That's all that I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you liked it, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And also, if you do enjoy my podcast episodes, I would highly recommend checking out my personal development book called Be Your Own Hashtag Goals. You can get it on Amazon in paperback or ebook. And that book is really just an extension of my podcast. I go a lot deeper into the topics that we talk about here, but I share a lot more personal stories. So again, make sure you check that out if you haven't already. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.